0: Hey there. DFS Golf with Tony, of course. My name is Tony and we talk about DFS Golf every Monday and let you know who to play and of course doesn't get any bigger than this Monday. We have the Masters this week, all right? The Masters. But last week we absolutely got it done at the Texas Valero Open. One lineup we gave you One single entry lineup. We had six of six make the cut last week. We profited last week. And we're here to keep it rolling this week. The masters. You say, Tony, how are we going to go about it? And I'm going to tell you, we need six of six this week. We're looking at a course where we've got 85 players. About 15 of them are going to eliminate themselves because they've been around for 20 years, and they won a Masters once, and they get to continue to play in this event. So all of a sudden now, we're down to 65 real golfers. If you're within 10, you're going to make the weekend, and you say, Tony, Tony, Tony. That doesn't leave a lot of guys getting cut. It shouldn't unless we have a runaway leader. And I think when you look at this week, There's three ways to look at it. And I think you got so many shows and you get so many people giving picks these days that you can get too much information. I think one thing that really matters in this event this week course history. You're going to have a lot of guys that debate. The relativity of course history. Remember, this is the only tournament on the PGA Tour where you're not able to get out to the green and pull out your little book and tell you about every single inch of the green. You can't do that, the masses. They don't allow you to have a book. You got to go out there, you got to read the pot, and you got to figure out the pot. So you do have an advantage if you've played this course at all. Remember, We just had a tournament in November, the Masters, because of the whole COVID situation. They're playing it again four or five months later. But the weather could be different, different time of year. They expect the greens to be faster, this, than it was in November. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go with guys that have played well. I'm going to go for driving distance. I'm going to go with scrambling going to go with arg and i'm going to put all that in a hat and i'm going to look at it i'm not going to go by exactly what the computer spits out this week i'm going to bring past history into play and then we just got some guys that are in this contest that are playing good golf that their salaries are too low and i'm going to price enforce but the first golfer i'm going to use this week is not actually in any of those metrics. They have had a great, great course history at this event. A first in the last event five months ago, a second in 2019, a tenth in 2018, missed in 2017 because he fell down a few stairs, and in 2016, a fourth. So four top tens out of the last five. That's Dustin Johnson. If you go by what we're seeing for percentages, Dustin Johnson is going to be owned somewhere around 14 or 15% at best. At 11500 you look at Johnson not playing well as of late. I look at it like this, though. He was out early in match play. He was going to play in the Valero Open. Decided not to. Decided to get ready for the Masters. This is a guy that hasn't been playing terrible for a long period of time. Heck, we go back to the start of the year, he was winning tournaments in Dubai not playing good golf. He's going to show up. He's familiar with this course, and he's absolutely dominated this course. So if everybody's talking about John Rahm, everybody's looking at uh, Bryson DeChambeau, Justin Thomas, you hear on all these shows, you know what? Let's not try to be smarter than everybody else. Let's just try to pick the best golfer in the world and put him in our lineup. And a guy that excels at this course, no science here, Dustin Johnson, based on the course history. Now, the next guy is another guy. Course history plays well, scrambles well, drives it far, not too accurate. But as a negative, he's coming off a win. He's coming off a win, and that's Jordan Spieth. You look at the last five matches, tied for 46, didn't play good golf at all, at all the end of last year. Uh, Prior to that, 21st, third, 11th, tied for second. I'll tell you right now, you don't like to go back to the well, but you can't ignore this guy at 9,400. I think people will ignore him because he won last week. I think if he didn't win last week, people would be all over him. I'm going to go with it. Guy gets hot two weeks in a row. I get him a top 10 finish, I'll be good. And, hell, he might win this thing. So I am definitely not going to not put him in my lineup just because he won. Didn't win. He won last week. He won last week. I think that's maddening. I think if you look at it, the course history is there. He fits the skill sets that are needed to excel at this course. He's excelled at this course in the past. Put him in your lineup, Jordan Speed. Put him in your lineup. Next up, a guy is going to be one of the highest owned in this entire field, and that will be Paul Casey, $7,700. Now, it's interesting because everybody talks about how they want differential in lineups, and I told you that he will be one of the highest owned. Uh, last time out, he was tied for 38, missed a cut, 15th, 6th, and 4th for Casey. He's only 7700 He should be a $9,000 golfer in this at minimum. Um, I'm going to go back to Casey. He'll be well-owned, but I'll get differential in the rest of the field with some of these other picks. Remember, you have a different lineup. If you have one guy different out of the six, that's all it takes. One guy different. I'm telling you, Johnson's only going to be owned about 15%. Speeth, a lot of people will go back. I bet he becomes right. comes a little less than 20%. I think with Casey, will be in the high 25 to 30% of there. Next up, I'm going to go with another guy that's playing too good golf to be left at where he is. At 7,100, Max Homa. Max Homa is a guy that we thought was playing well in California. Then he comes over to Florida, and he plays pretty well there. He hasn't had success at the Masters, but he's going to be one of the guys that we're going to jump on. In November, he didn't make the cut. But at 7100 his play has been consistent all year long. And we're talking about $7,100 for a guy that's right there in the top 10 week in, week out. You got to throw it out there on Max Homer, despite the lack of the course history and almost a little price enforcement. Then another guy, he's hit or miss. And he's a little... Up and down, but he hits the ball well. He makes shots from everywhere. He's Si Wu Kim at sixty seven hundred dollars thirty fourth in november twenty first twenty fourth. we get twenty first twenty fourth out of Si Wu Kim, and we're paying sixty four hundred dollars, jump me in jump me absolutely in. Last but not least, another guy that doesn't have a great track record played in the Masters once, missed the cut, but he's $7,400. You can look at the FedEx Cup Points, see this guy right there in the top 10. His consistent performance, he drives the ball deep, he hits the ball absolutely hard all over the place. There's going to be no out-of-bounds. There's going to be no rough to contend with. you got to go Joaquin Neiman at $7,400. The price is way too low. There you have my master's picks. You guys can put all your algorithms together, go for driving distance, get your little arg out, get guys that scramble well, and full goal the putting. But at the end of the day, make sure you have the best golfer in golf in your lineup in Dustin Johnson. Then go with a guy that sprays it all over the place because he's $6,700, but he always finds a way to find the hole in Si Woo Kim. Then another guy that's a top 10 golfer on the tour, and all of a sudden we're at $7,400. Doesn't have the course history, but can make shots and make plays and drive it with the best of them. Joaquin Neiman. And then, God, it's had success here. Wins last week. And all of a sudden, people are going to jump off because he wins. Jordan Spieth. Go ahead. Absolutely get it done, my friends. And this is DFS Golf with Tony. You can catch my show and podcast every week on ilogicmedia.net dot com at facebook they got a lot of great golf shows there will be golf shows tonight there'll be other golf shows tomorrow night you can go and check out all written materials if you can still read these days i don't know how many people still read these days at iologic media so go ahead and grab that and get it done good luck with the masters folks sometimes we think it over too much. We come up with crazy statistics. We got golfers in this event that are underpriced. You can throw them in your lineup. We have soft pricing. We have the best golfer in the world who I believe is going to be underowned in this event. Jump on it. Don't all think it. Tony Sinkara, DFS golf with Tony.